welcome to the Wild Menopause Podcast, where we explore an empowering reframe on women, menopause, and midlife. I'm Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach, and I call menopause the passion portal, a sexual and spiritual rebirth into the richest, most creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life. If you're entering perimenopause, immersed in menopause, or postmenopausal, and you're ready to rock your third chapter like a queen, this podcast is for you. Are you done with feeling like you're being put out to pasture? I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. In this show, I offer a body, mind, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on topics like female orgasm, pleasure, sensuality, tantric and Taoist practices, somatic healing, intimacy, and desire-based living. Basically, all the things that support you in manifesting and creating an amazing third chapter of your life. And oh yeah, I'm an astrologer, so you'll see some of that too. I'm so thrilled you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Wild Menopause Podcast, and always absolutely stoked to have you here. Yes, welcome back. So today I want to dive into this this thing that is absolutely a used to be a trigger for me, and now I want to say I'm grateful for it because it is a major driver of why I wanted to put my work out into the world. It um, is something that I think about a lot and it really motivates me. And what I'm talking about here is the put out to pasture syndrome. Now, what's the acronym for that? P-O-P-S, I guess, <laughs> POPs. <laughs> anyway, I know a lot of people love acronyms, but um, this is an epidemic, absolutely an epidemic. And um, it's something that really used to grate on me a lot, and it still does. And I just feel like this is this this kind of sinister, in many cultures, the cultural narrative, the dominant cultural narrative on women as they enter midlife. And by midlife, I mean even starting as young as, say, 35. I've, I've talked to women like 35, 36, 37, who are like petrified you know, of, of, um, you know, getting into their late thirties. So this, this affects women, probably in women in their twenties. It's just this really, I think, ugly, um, narrative that has been pushed on us hard, right? The, uh, the whole thing of like your worthiness, your beauty, your power, your sensuality, your sexual, your erotic power, all is supposed to start to diminish, after what, age 25? <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. So yeah, you see this a lot, um, at least in the culture that I'm in, in the US. I know there are places in the world that adopt a different narrative, and I'm so happy that they do exist. But um, it really affects a lot of the women that I talk to. And it is so friggin' toxic, you guys. Because when we start to like, take that in, right, I'm being put out to pasture, words and thoughts are powerful. They absolutely affect our biology, our biochemistry, our hormones, everything. And if um, if these beliefs are putting, being put upon us, in, um, especially in, say, um, a professional setting of, say, um, someone we've been taught to really pedestal as an expert, and no disrespect to doctors uh, whatsoever. I know some amazing doctors that are really, really adopting a very different narrative. But if, say, one of the doctors you spoke to, 
has really adopted this narrative and subtly or not so subtly pushes it on you, this can absolutely derail the rest of your life and set you up for a disaster, honestly. And even, I hate to say it, to become a cash cow for pharmaceuticals and surgery and da 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 da. And of course, when we need medicine, when we need surgery, it's so great that, that it's available for, for a lot of people, right? But but a lot of the times we get pushed down this path that, um, I, in my opinion, we don't really need to be on. And it's all fear-based, right? It's all fear-based that uh, you're falling apart, this really disempowering narrative around, you know, your body not being able to regenerate and heal and you not being able to, say, handle emotional transitions and emotional storms and uh, life transitions, right? We're really told to, um, in, in a lot of this narrative, to disempower ourselves. We can't handle it, right? So we need to hand our power over to um, something else. <laughs> so I'll just tell a, a real quick personal story on this. Back when I was starting to go through menopause and I went to have a pelvic exam at age 40, um, this doctor bought into this narrative hard and she was horrible, honestly. It was the worst pelvic exam of my life. Um, she she was just had no, I don't like the term bedside matter, but her, perso- her personality was really gruff and just felt really weird. And, um, you know, to be vulnerable like that when you're in the stirrups to have this woman just being so gruff and weird. And, you know, I had, this is my first appointment with her, obviously. <clears throat> and um, so we started talking about menopause. And after the exam, you know, she was like, oh, you're, dr-. she was Russian. So I don't, I'm not making fun of Russian people or the act, but she was like, you're drying up. What do you expect? You're 40. You know, it's the beginning of the end, basically, is what she was saying. And um, other things that she she added in there that were just so disempowering. And um, honestly, I, as I was laying there, I just, it took everything in my power to not kick her in the head, to be honest. I had <laughs> this like rage just stir up in me like the rage of like a hundred women. And um, I know a lot of women going through midlife and menopause can relate to that when things um, trigger us, when we know that we're, we're, we're being like fed a lie, especially our bodies know that. And um, our souls know that I think our deep feminine, our deep femme essence knows that and it just starts to kick up a storm and that's what happened with me so I was just like oh my gosh get me out of here so yeah she gave me this whole list of things I need to do and tests I need to take and specialists I need to see you know the whole nine yards and I left with a stack of paper and I went out to the lobby and I just put it on the counter and walked out and never went back and lucky for me I just found other options that were much more in alignment with what I was looking for uh, and ways to um, reframe the whole freaking thing and had everything to do with pleasure, had everything to do with embracing my sensuality and eventually finding, you know, other systems that had a completely different narrative. The Taoist system being the main one for me. And I was so happy, absolutely thrilled to find out that they call midlife and menopause, this whole transitional period of a woman's life, they call it second spring. And it's really considered to be a sexual and spiritual rebirth. And you've probably heard me say that before, but it's so, I think it's so important to hear it again and again. I love to hear it. <laughs> Second spring. And it's a time, again, of, of realigning with our purpose, 
and really awakening our sexuality on a whole new level. So in a sense, you could say it's reclaiming, yeah, reclaiming our pleasure. But from my experience, it was actually a whole new um, pasture, <laughs> if you will, of new possibilities and evolution, I would say, of my sexuality. And one of the many things I love about the Taoist tradition is that they view our sexual energy as the source of our vitality and our creativity. And if we're cut off from our sexual energy, and there's many valid reasons why we would be at midlife, we'll get into that. But when we are cut off, we are absolutely putting ourselves at huge risk for physical ailments to arise, for uh, mental health issues to arise, for being cut off from our joy and our creativity, and really puts us at a disadvantage to um, do the work we came here to do. And I know so many women I talk to know they have a sacred mission. They know they're just getting started at age 40, 50, 60. And, you know, when you, when you have this new narrative of like, yes, your sexuality actually is key to that. It can be such a game changer, right? Because I honestly think this whole weird patriarchal thing of like, you know, being put out to pasture, <laughs> you're done. It's, um, again, sinister and it really is intentional. And I feel like it's um, really put in place to take women out, right, just when they're getting started, to really derail a woman when she's really entering her prime. Because let's face it, when you start to exit the procreative years, when, you know, you may or may not have a baby, but you are definitely in the cycle of your cycle, and all the rhythms that go with that, um, you have to in some ways, play by the rules. Not everybody, some people find ways around it, but I know I've had to make compromises when I was raising my children and um, those compromises are hard. But when you get to that kind of resurfacing stage where, you know, you're, maybe your kids are getting older and you're getting some breathing space, my God, right? A little breathing space. Young children are wonderful. I love that time of my life, but boy, it is, it's all consuming, right? Whether you have another job on top of that or not, it's, it's a big deal and it's important, important work. Um, I loved being a mom. I still do. You know, they're adults now, but I love my relationship with my sons. But um, when we start to surface from that, we really want to get all the tools that support us in really claiming our sexual energy because that is the life force that is going to propel you into your third chapter with vim and vigor and creativity and sass and um, create, I say creativity, right? All the things, I think all the things that so many women are craving. So I'm super passionate about this. And when I hear a woman, you know, say, oh gosh, I feel like I'm being put out to pasture. I'm like, yeah, from that cultural narrative, you are. And the fun thing about that is that um, people forget that they left the, the back gate open of that pasture. They left it open, right? So you can enter into that, pretend you're going in maybe. On the other side of that, that, that gate that's been left open is this wild land, this wild landscape where um, you can meet other women who are choosing a very different path, women who are choosing to um, really claim their erotic power, maybe for the first time. It was pretty much the first time for me. I always thought, you know, my sexuality was okay. And I, I never really harnessed the power of it, honestly, guys, until I went through menopause. 
again, at age 40 for me. So if you are younger and listening to this, I want you to get excited about getting older because I, I honestly think that there's so much richness to it. I really feel that the work that I do, the jade egg practice and a lot of the other things that I teach within my membership program, Sacred Pleasure, it's um, really designed for women to do the healing and reclaim this power. And when I say reclaim, it is it can be like on a whole new level. And I really believe that midlife is the optimal time to be doing this kind of work for a couple of reasons. One is that we stop compromising, <laughs> which is really important to, um, you know, prioritize your pleasure, right? We stop compromising. And that might sound like, well, I'm going to be selfish. That's not what I mean at all. It's more about being self-referred and guaranteeing you right now that any lover worth their salt is going to love that you are doing that. It's going to be such a turn on and so um, powerful. And what I found to be true is like when we do make it about us, it's um, the the lovers that aren't in alignment with our highest good, right? They're not right for us. They fall away. And the ones that are will transform right before your eyes. Even if you've had kind of a flat relationship, this is what happened in my marriage it completely transformed. He actually rose up to meet me in such a powerful way and we were able to rebirth everything. And um, yeah, so it's been really an amazing journey. So when we're not willing to compromise anymore, and again, living in patriarchy does require, sadly, a lot of compromise when we're raising kids and all that stuff, like I said, but now we're coming out of that and like, I am ready. I am ready to make this about me. And I think it was Esther Perel, the um, sex uh, and relationship um, therapist, who said something about the the truth about um, female sexuality. I, I can't, I'm going to paraphrase here. Is is um is that it's narcissistic or something like that? And I don't like that narcissistic word that much, but it is about making your pleasure the priority, and that's how everything really works you know, for the better for everybody. It really is a blessing to the whole world when you can make your pleasure the paramount thing. And of course, we have accumulated stuff. We've accumulated accumulated a lot of experiences, blocks to our pleasure, and it totally makes sense. Some of it trauma, 100%. That's why it's so, I think, important to take on these practices with someone who is trauma-informed. I'm not a trauma expert or therapist, but I am trauma-informed and I continue to learn about it. So we want to meet these places in ourselves, these blocks to our pleasure, these blocks to our love, these blocks to our essence, really expressing with a lot of awareness and compassion and love. And the Taoist system has got some real gems for that. I just did a blog post on the inner smile, smile, nine reasons to smile into your yoni. That could be a really beautiful place to start because you'll start to feel what I'm talking about, about um, self-generating love and compassion, you know, just for you and using the power of that to heal yourself. That's what my work is all about in a nutshell. <laughs> so it's about healing our, our femme core which on the physical level, of course, means reclaiming the tone, 
of our vagina and waking up our vagina, bringing our vagina back online. And the pelvic floor comes along with that package. Um, but of course, there's emotional healing that has to be done, right? And here's the thing, why I think midlife women are just so primed for this work and really primed to be super successful with this kind of work is that we have accumulated stuff. And all of that is raw material for alchemy. This is a practice of alchemy, of literally turning lead into gold. And again, the Taoist system is all about that. It's about inner alchemy. The jade egg practice is all about that. It's about inner alchemy. And you are powerful beyond belief. But if you buy into the narrative that you are being put out to pasture, that you're done, and that you need all kinds of interventions, yada, yada. Um, yeah, you're... <sighs> you're going to be cutting yourself off just when you're getting started, right? Just entering your prime. So definitely not disencourage. I'm not disencouraging you um, from seeking a a doctor by any means, but seek out, be, be discerning on who you take advice from. Make sure that their narrative is one that you want to get on board with and just um, make sure that you are really taking care of yourself in that way, because words can, Um, affect our bodies massively, especially if they're words coming from someone um, who we've been taught to put on a pedestal and taught that, oh, they're the expert, they must know the right thing, you know? So yeah, that's my little rant. I guess I did get a little ranty there, but I'm super passionate about this put out to pasture thing. And um, I just want to reframe that, you know, that it is a time to uh, reclaim. It's a reclamation but not only a reclamation, it's a, it's like a, a starting point, you know, a, a, a springboard, let's say, into a whole new dimension of what's possible for you. I promise. So anyway, I am so glad that you're here and thank you for tuning in. Uh, if you're interested in what I'm saying here, I would definitely check out Sacred Pleasure Right now, I'm running a ridiculous value offer of um, kind of a pre-sale, if you will, of founding members' um, price that you can lock in. It's it's really an incredible, incredible value. The price is going to go up significantly pretty soon. So you might want to check that out. If you have any uh, questions, I would love to meet you personally. And I would love for you to book a second spring queen discovery call with me. We'll go into a vision exploration of, you know, what your third chapter vision is. I would love to know. I love to talk to women like you and get a feel for, yeah, what do, what you got cooking there? <laughs> what you got cooking there, mama? And how can I best support you in um, really living your, your soul's mission? All right. I'm going to wrap there. You take care. I will catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show and you're curious, you want to know more, perhaps you want to go deeper, you're my kind of woman and I would love to meet you. I'd love to have you as part of my community. I created an online temple that I think you're going to love. It's called Sacred Pleasure. And there we explore all kinds of sensual healing practices really centered on the female body. You can check that out with the link in the show notes. Again, Sacred Pleasure just click that link and check it out. And again, if it resonates, I'd love to see you in there. 
And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would really benefit from what I'm sharing on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would appreciate that so much. All right, that's it for now. Take care. I'll catch you next time.